0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seventy of Gamespot After Dark. I'm your host Jake Decker. No, I'm
1: not Lucy.
0: Oh, I thought I could get away with it. No, I'm Lucy James, joined by Tamar Hussein.
2: Hi, it's me, Callie Plaguey.
0: <laughs> John Luke Seipke.
2: Hi, it's me, Lucy James.
0: Oi, <laughs> oi, it's me, Lucy James. <laughs> and Michael Hyam.
3: Howdy, partners. I'm I'm myself. I'm Michael Hyam, and uh, welcome to an episode that I am on. This shit's gonna be tight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When you said howdy partners, I was like, is his goof that he's Woody from Toy Story or
3: (laughs) This world ain't big enough for the two of us? Mm. There's a snake in my boots. There's a a snake snake in my my boots boots is the one. There's a
0: snake in my boots. sorry, pause. Are we talking about extra life? Or is
1: this
3: uh, the, uh, oh <laughs> no! <laughs> Y'all can't see the video But Jean-Luc's face lit oh. up.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I don't have any, any New updates on, okay. on Extra Life uh, Other than we appreciate Everyone who has donated And tuned into all of our streams mm-hmm. uh, I think a couple of the community members Were talking about trying to maybe, maybe Get in some more streams on their end Before the end of the year So shouts out to all of you We love you
0: uh, I've got my quiz planned, but I need to figure out a day to put it on.
3: Hmm. Oh, you're doing a quiz for Extra Life Stream? Doing a quiz. In, it?
0: In it. I've been oh. making rounds. That's tight. I've had a very fun time putting questions together. But yeah, then, I can have guests. Yeah. And then Thanksgiving Sick. happened. So, you know.
1: Uh,
3: since you, since I have you, Jean Luc, I'm thinking about doing a, a, um, a raid run. For Ooh. the new new Final Fantasy raids, Ooh. which we'll talk about later, but we will uh,
0: talk a little spoiler, a spoiler. Ooh, we'll tease! Later.
3: Ooh. Hey, you have me on. You know the you know the vibes, bro. <laughs> We're talking Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. I don't give a I don't give a shit if there's news or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, like Callie's got her Animal Crossing minute. I had my Bake Off minute. We always talk about the Yakuza Cabaret Club game. Ooh. and we've got mm-hmm. Michael's Final Fantasy 14 minute. Sorry, oh.
3: my Final Fantasy 14 in it. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's very good. I like it. Right, before we, before we get into it, though, uh, let's talk about what we've been playing and looking at the run sheet. i have been playing the same thing. Uh, John, Nick, I'm going to come to you first.
2: I've uh, been playing a lot of Yakuza, uh, Like a Dragon.
0: Lad. Yakuza Lad. Lad. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yakuza
2: Lad. Uh, you, know, you know who is Lad? Uh, fucking Ichiban. I love that guy. Yes, he
1: is. He is so...
2: Weapon. So good. He's got that is a that is a top lad. I, I've been like, I've been like thinking about the game a lot because I've, I've just been like playing through it. Um, and it's got like the the main cast is like the polar opposite of previous Yakuza games. Like Ichiban is like just v- like in every way that like Kazuma kiryu is like cool and suave, and you're like, ooh, that is a man. Like that is that is like a, a hardcore man. Ichiban's like <laughs> a complete dumbass in like a child. A child. And I love him. He's so charming. And he's so pure. He he's got like Naruto energy where he's just like loud and obnoxious but like somehow he makes friends with everybody and everyone like loves him like yo <laughs>
4: yeah he's he's a shonen yeah. protagonist like he's go straight up big time he is naruto he's like he's got the same kind of vibe to him he's a bit of midoriya from
3: uh, mm-hmm. my hero. oh yeah he oh. just wants to be a hero
2: uh, he just
4: wants to be he wants a, hero.
2: Be a hero. He he hero just wants
3: Dude, to do a wild hero. deku energy right there yeah <laughs> huge he's got a big deku uh, does that make energy. a?
2: does that make cure you all night is that what that
3: Whoa! Hey, hey! What? Oh! oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) zip. zip, zip, That's all you'll say about that.
0: (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that far. I guess by like the standards of the game, I'm I'm on chapter five. So I just got. Oh, oh, so you're
0: you're just a little ahead of me. Okay. Mm.
2: Yeah. Chapter five is like when the game like, or chapter four was when the game like really opened up and you got to like Mm. sample it. Um, I think the most shocking thing about that game is like how much of it's a JRPG. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, um, because in my head I was like, oh, okay, it's it's gonna be Yakuza, but they're just gonna replace the combat with turn-based strategy combat. It's got such a different feel, like being mm-hmm. being a JRPG, where it feels like every, I don't know how much of this you guys have probably already said on the podcast, like hundreds of times, but uh, look,
0: adults are out. You know, this is Yakuza <laughs> time. It's mm-hmm. fine. But, but just like every
2: shop has like like a a purpose now in a way where like I, I don't like. You know, like other Yakuza's, you go to like the the um, 7-Eleven equivalent and you're just like, all right, I'm just going to buy Stamina X 20 times, fill up my thing, that's all I need. Now it's like, I don't know, like everything has like more weight to it because you start off with like no cash at all. Like that that mm. game really stifles you. So you're like, shit, man, I got like 2,000 yen. Like I really mm. got to think about like what I'm buying. Yeah. And, and, and I, it, it like, I don't know, like in a way that we're like, when when in other Yakuza's, you kind of like free reign to run around the whole map and like mm-hmm. you, you like they, they gate off the uh, Yokohama by like not only by like there are some areas you actually can't go but also just like because the enemies are so much tougher. Like it feels like I'm spending so much time in that like early section around the homeless camp and, and so I get like a better sense of the town mm-hmm. and I'm like mm-hmm. learning about it and it, it's... It's interesting just to see how, like, the, the typical, like, JRPG tropes kind of, like, worm their way into Yakuza. Uh, like, I know they obviously, like, reference Dragon Quest a lot, but, like, these guys are huge Dragon Quest nerds, like, for sure. Just, like, yeah. the, the, the things that are in this game and the references yeah. and, like. I think
3: Yuji or like uh, Ori uh, consulted on, like, a Dragon also, oh, which really? I didn't know until I finished the game. But oh. that's that's not like a spoiler. He doesn't like show up in the story, or anything. <laughs> well what if he
0: did though? <laughs> well like a Stanley cameo. Square okay.
3: Enix, Dragon Quest, Patriarch, Yujo, Corey. Just like that.
1: <laughs> wow, I mean they've wow. done
2: they've done shit like that. Uh yeah. Ikanari State guy showed up in judgment as like a side yeah. character. Uh <laughs> that, yeah, mad, yeah, that you would had, be so cool.
3: You had pro wrestlers in Yakuza mm-hmm. 6. Uh, mm-hmm. you had uh, adult Pino Stars in yeah, I think mm-hmm. what was it, Zero was it? uh as a, i think it's so. like yeah, cabaret hostesses oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that just wild yeah. man, so
2: that's also one thing i i haven't seen as many as many people talk about but i'm i'm kind of blown away by it, is like how uh, sex positive this game is yeah yeah
0: like, i saw your tweet about it and i was like it made me kind of like go back and look back at the game And be like damn it really is yeah. like in such yeah. a doesn't make any big show about it it's just like a part of the world Yeah cuz it's like it's Ichiban
2: like, uh, like was like yeah. raised in a soapland and and so he you know like he has that experience and and how but but i feel like typically in a game or or just in general stories like you kind of frame that as like uh you know he didn't grow up right or like you know they're 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 troubled because of it and it's like i don't know the game doesn't the game also is like hey that's not like the best way to raise a kid, but also it's like oh, Ichiban grew up pretty good, you know. Yeah. Like he's got good he morals. Like, it doesn't. It, yeah. it
3: doesn't make you any less. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it I makes think no judgments
4: or like preconceived notions based totally. on it. And like even I think the thing that's refreshing is like Ichiban will every now and then reference it himself and be like, "Yeah, this is, I'm okay. Like I, you know, I'm good with this." Like yeah, he, he makes it a part of himself. He doesn't hide it, which means there's no real shame attached to it from himself.
2: Right, yeah. right. And then uh, all the early yeah. quests are about, like, helping out uh, owners of, like, Soaplands and, and sort of, like, tackling those, you know, aspects of, like, hey, man, the people who work here, they have their reasons for it. You know, they're just trying to, like, provide their families with the best life they can. They kind of make uh, villains out of uh, bleached Japan, uh, mm. which is not a fan club, unfortunately, for... Uh, bleach. Hit, bleach. Hit bleach, bleach, bleach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that stuff's all super cool and handled like really well. It doesn't, nothing about it's in your face. It just feels like the game is is you know presenting a, a, a perspective and it's trying to humanize people that I think normally aren't humanized, uh, and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's really refreshing to see. And I really like that about it. Yeah, I think that's... as
0: well the way it's used in humor. Like the, yeah. the place that you get weapons and armor is sex shops. Mm-hmm. And so like the first time I went in, I was like, well, I'm absolutely gonna buy the wand and use it, the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is his. Um, Beat a motherfucker's oh, yeah. ass with a, yeah. a big but ass, ass like, vibrator. But it's so funny because he uses it as his uh, his weapon, but it also gives uh, enemies a status effect of being paralyzed, oh, wow! really, yeah. really got me. <laughs>
3: yeah so th- that's a lot of things a lot of things within the game too is that a lot of the like the um, the rpg mechanics that you would find in other games are the way they're contextualized in r- a real world sense mm-hmm. is funny as hell oh, like yeah. it all it all works especially once you so you're in chapter 4 but once you get to chapter 5 uh, that's when the job system opens up and right. you can start switching jobs and trying out different jobs and that's what <laughs> that, uh, the game really goes for because your jobs are like real world jobs not like not just as an rpg classes uh so like the outfit changes and also the move sets that you get and then the status effects that are tied to those specific moves with those jobs it's just so like every corner of that game is it feels like it, it's everything's its own small joke that mm-hmm. makes perfect sense yeah in this world totally mm-hmm. and it's oh man it, it's just like It's Yakuza hitting on all cylinders in that sense.
2: (laughs) Yeah, just like small contextual changes. Like, you know, a a Yakuza base that you infiltrate is treated the way a dungeon would be treated in Dragon Quest and and like, (laughs) you know, it's like, all right, like we're on a hero's journey. What's our hero quest? dude we gotta find jobs because we're homeless like <laughs>
4: yeah i think the thing that i love about that game is like i'm so glad someone is finally doing just a a, a rpg even a jrpg just in the modern day mm-hmm. settings and tra- t- t- taking the ordinary and making it slightly a little more extraordinary but mainly contextualizing it within the framework of that genre like whenever we do jrpgs even like modern day like contemporary settings have some sort of interesting or like quirky spin on them like you get the world ends with you like that's effectively in japan right but they spin yeah. the whole thing with like oh you've got you know this whole system with you know outfits and the weird time no and, one can know, see them because no we can technically see them dead. because they're dead yeah. no one has done as just a straight up yeah this is just modern day japan and it's mm-hmm. like a bit weird but you know It's just what it is, what it is, and I'm so glad (laughs) someone is doing that. And it's really, really fun to see that play out. Like things like Ichiban having to figure out cell phones and understand. (laughs) Like someone needed to explain what GPS was to him, and he's like, "What?" Um, (laughs) It's got like big uh, Kiryu trying to figure out like uh, (laughs) phones and stuff and sex shops and stuff like that. Energy.
3: Yeah. Music
0: is also. Oh, banging. music! So the good. music is so good. The battle theme.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
0: I love that shit. Yeah, there's, so there's good.
3: like the deeper you get into the game, the more the music changes. Mm. It, it, it gets better. Like, um, Ooh. there's a, wow, damn, that would, that would be giving something away. Anyway, like, so also another thing, too, is that this game is very hard to talk about because very key changes in the story Mm -hmm. and the things Mm -hmm. that happen, the people who get involved are spoilers within themselves. Like past chapter five, like pretty much, damn, like you see it a little bit in the marketing, too for the game Mm -hmm. but the to bring it up explicitly would be giving away some really really cool Mm -hmm. moments so i was about to say something about (laughs) like oh you go here and you fight through this dungeon and this happens and the music is like this and that's as much as i can say or as much as i would want to say like on a podcast of people who are still working through the game Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah like a lot of things that y'all bring up like get even better uh so Things like the music, things like the mechanics, but also things like uh, like sex work. Uh, I mentioned this in my review too. Is that it's it's a it's a fundamental theme of the game. Like it's not just there mm. as in like okay like as 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 Tam said this is a this is a like the only J, like I can think of the only like RPG that is about ordinary adult life mm-hmm. and like mm. you're. Most times like we are intrigued by RPGs because we have a youthful protagonist or a youthful crew who are chosen ones. These fools are not chosen by anyone. Mm. Uh, they're all like in their late 30s or 40s and they have nothing uh, but the will to fight and the power of friendship and the hearts of gold. Mm. Um, and that's that's enough, that, that is an RPG theme that that kind of also drives like a dragon is like friendship and the like the, the the and being filled with determination like it's and for at least for me who's you know I'm not a I can't be a youthful protagonist no more man I'm pushing I'm not going to say how old I am but you know I'm I'm getting older so then like I start to identify with the things in yakuza more so than Maybe something like in Persona, because I'm not a high school, I'm not a teenager mm-hmm. anymore. And then, but so, hey man, like, if Ichiban, is... he's
2: like 41,
3: and he's out doing that shit. Like, yeah, I'm man. like, oh shit, like you could be whoever you want, <laughs> and it, it, it's fine. It's, it's very inspiring in, in in a weird way, or not in a weird way. I would say like in a uh, in an unexpected way, uh, and like, yeah, going back to the themes of like of people who got nothing, people who have to like rely on different types of jobs or ways to survive such as sex work like that becomes a very, very central theme that I think is if it's presented fairly, uh, like positively and Mm. kind of nuanced at first, but it, it, it gets even more it's even more important to keep that in mind as the game goes on, and cool. I think it, it. So, like that, uh, I so I mentioned like three things: is like immigration, homelessness, and sex work are like three driving themes, and those things really, really come together throughout the story, and the game never forgets about it either. Like they'll crack they'll crack tasteful jokes about them. There's one there's one like homeless joke that I I, I was I don't vibe with, but overall, like not only is it use it for like. Good, good humor, but it's also like the game isn't in your face about it. But it really, it makes you empathize with those those corners of the world.
2: Yeah, and I think that's something Yakuza's always like actually been pretty good about touching on. Mm -hmm. But to see them like really make that like the the core focus of the game in a way that I think previous Yakuzas haven't been, it's like super cool Mm -hmm. uh, to see, and it it feels like really fresh. Like, you know, this is the eighth mainline yakuza game and it like it doesn't feel that yeah. way i'll, I'll never um, get
4: tired of number so I'm throwing feed at people and then having pigeons <laughs> appear and yeah because I mean it,
0: like, it sounds like he's saying turkey
3: <laughs> yeah
0: but I, I obviously don't know what the japanese word is but he's it sounds like he's going eh, turkey
3: <laughs> i <Chucking>. can't remember <laughs> what he actually says but are y'all playing japanese or english Japanese. 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 Oh, all y'all are. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. A weeb corner here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Me too. I, I did that too. Um, yeah. that's.
4: Yeah, that's I, I, re- I really like some of the smart, like, one of the coolest things I think in, in the game is the, like, small ideas in the battle system. Like, if you try and run past an enemy to get to another one, and they do, like, the Overwatch. Uh, XCOM style thing where mm-hmm. well, like they'll kick you or they'll punch you as you try and run yeah. past them that is such a smart thing and the, the kind of like movement based thing where like everyone's mm-hmm. always moving around it reminds me so much of final fantasy 10 2 which is a weird one to bring up but like they had <laughs> they had that kind of system where it was more active you weren't just standing in one spot where you'd be like moving around a bit and then when you kill an enemy they'd like shuffle over to try and like surround them and and keep the keep mm-hmm. like the the battlefield feeling dynamic i mm. love that stuff in this game and i love it it's such i, I you know it's controversial but like i think the the combat in the yakuza games are fine like i'm not super super into- i oh, they, wear yeah. mm-hmm. they wear thin for me they wear thin for me after a while but this i feel like is such a smart good evolution of that of that um, combat system and I, I honestly like i do think about whether they'd go back to the original like i i want this to be the main form of combat in <laughs> yep. this game forever <laughs> yeah cuz it's just like i don't like i don't have to put as much focus in on like what i'm doing moment to moment i can just think about strategy and enjoy wow. what's happening like some, some so many times like you'll be doing something and you basically switch off until the heat action happens and that's when you can enjoy it but like this is <laughs> yeah. like this is like yeah. you can always just watch it go down and it's fun and the active like version of like blocking counter blocking which is tricky mm. to begin with but like um such a way good way to keep the thing feeling like m- momentum based dynamic and also engaging
3: yeah, like you always have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. If you notice too, is that a lot of the moves in a lot of the like the moves that you have in like a dragon are repurposed moves and animations from previous Yakuza mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they fit so perfectly, I think, in in the context of a of a RPG. Mm-hmm. And like I I'm actually, I'll talk about this later, but I've been playing, I replay, i have been replaying Yakuza Six, um, and then like Tam said, like the. I feel like the battle system when they moved to the Dragon Engine with Kiwami Two and Six uh, actually kind of took a step back from what it was mm-hmm. in Zero and Kiwami One, mm-hmm. even though like it obviously looks way better uh, and the cutscenes look so much better in the Dragon Engine. Like I think mm-hmm. the battle system suffered from that, uh, but this being a JRP- or a turn-based RPG, like it I feel works. like this, it's the series is in a really good spot with yeah. like this system, and I hope. I hope the, that RGG like runs with yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Or like even like I don't know if I could go back to just like a one protagonist like party anymore, mm. you it's know? Nice like to there's have something them all about around. Yeah, they they're all around and they're always talking to each other and like you go to the restaurant and they're all, you know, like Like it's yeah. it's so just so like like there there's such like this wholesome vibe like cuz I was thinking like wow, what, what would I want next? Like uh, I hopefully I would I would love for them to make like a judgment too. Um, but I was like, ah, like, would you go back to like that combat? Like maybe, but I'm also like, I would love for them to expand upon the party system because judgment has a great built in Mm -hmm. four person party already. And I'm like, they should just (laughs) make that the whole game. They should just bring that into that game. I would love to control. There's so many ideas. I would love
3: to control Kaito. (laughs)
2: that's my guy beautiful that handsome man i think i think yakuza
4: discovering its rpg identity is like akin to fast and furious rediscovering itself after tokyo drift i (laughs) I feel like it's it's going (laughs) i feel like it's ready it's poised to like yakuza has been amazing up until now but now i feel like they're really about to kick it off and do some amazing (laughs) shit (laughs) there's gonna be some wild stuff
2: in there uh, okay so you know <laughs> like they're going to they're going to start bringing back all the old yeah. crew Kiri's going to join in like Yakuza 10 Spin uh, more th- spin-offs characters who you thought were dead are going to come back and be like all right let's Kiri go, go. Become, space. Yeah
4: oh and then God. and then
1: they
0: go to space. They go space
2: There's that
4: there's that one game where Kiri is the villain for the entire thing for some reason and you're not quite sure why until the
3: end Yeah, yeah. he's on the moon <laughs> yeah.
0: All right let's round off the Yakuza corner Michael you said you're playing 6
3: yeah, I've been replaying 6. I don't know why. I just downloaded it and was like, oh, I just want to see how it runs on the PS5, mm-hmm. which I've also done with Judgment. But for there was a couple nights ago, I was playing 6 and I just kept playing. I just kept playing and I just kept mm-hmm. playing. Like I played it in 2018 for a game of the year because that was the year I played the entire 7 game yeah, series. <laughs> and was just like nonstop because I loved every single minute of it. Uh, but there's something about Yakuza 6 where I kind of powered through it and didn't really stop to like embrace everything that it did
1: Mm -hmm.
3: and then I'm just doing it again like I know the story beats I know what happens to these characters but there's something about like just redoing it and not having to worry about finishing it before game of the year discussions Mm -hmm. that uh, I start to appreciate a lot of things and also coming off of like a dragon because I reviewed it so I like I also powered through that game in four days to do the review for like a dragon but uh going back to Kiryu and re-seeing his his story conclude again uh, this time, after knowing what Ichiban and his friends are up to, it's it's just such a, it's such a weird thing to go to go back to Kiryu, and it's like, it, so, <laughs> going to Ichiban in like a dragon, I was worried about whether or not I would like him because I love Kiryu. Now I'm like, the series is in good hands with Ichiban because he is probably one of the best characters I've ever connected with ever. Now going back to six, not only makes me appreciate. Ichiban more because I'm playing Kiryu. I'm like, damn! I can't believe like Ichiban is part of this universe, part of this story, and all his friends are part of this same like mm-hmm. interconnected Yakuza cinematic universe, uh, the YCU. And, <laughs> and then like, but then what ha- what what I feel like is Kiryu's qualities start to shine through even more. So mm-hmm. I now mm-hmm. I I have a deeper appreciation for who who Kiryu is. I have deeper appreciation deeper appreciation for both. Of what they they bring to the table because they're so different, yet they have very similar, like they have they have similar values, is what I'll say. They go about them di- very differently, but there's a there's a constant between all these characters in games is that they always mm-hmm. want to do good. They want to do the right thing in this fucked up world, and just the way Kiryu is is like, damn, I I do miss that that stoic that that stern look that he always has. And, like, the, the very few moments that he cracks a smile or the very few moments where he's about to break down and cry, like, I'm like, yo, like, these are very special moments because...
2: Oh. Especially in, in 6 because he's hanging out with the those yo, young Yakuza kids. Yeah. And those kids are, a lot, are like, basically Ichiban. Like, they're they're yeah. the, <laughs> like, dumbasses with hearts of gold. And, like, Kiryu's, like, the, the old man who's, like... Kind of whipping him into shape yeah. but they're also like teaching him stuff ah oh, six is yeah, so good six, six has got like a real unique feel i think than the rest of the games totally yeah, six and, feels uh, really I, tight I really
3: respected for that yeah like it, it, it i think it's just, it's just a little bit more focused i think um even mm-hmm. though i do miss like playing as multiple different characters in like four and five five is one of my favorite entries in the series but uh, something about just like let's focus on kiryu and these youngins who he's uh who he's rolling with uh, I don't know six is really special I'm gonna probably like finish it tonight or tomorrow Damn. and just like re enjoy I guess <laughs> that conclusion
2: because oh that ending that ending man
0: speaking of re-enjoying Tam you're playing Tetris effect
2: oh baby I am uh,
4: <laughs> it's like I, I I played a hell of a lot of Tetris effect on ps5 but I I thought I got Tetris effect on xbox series x thinking i'll check out the new features and i so far I haven't checked out any any of the new features i'm just playing tetris effect again and really enjoying it and i forgot how therapeutic that game is like what tetris effect on its own tetris on its own is therapeutic right like it's Mm -hmm. you get into the zone and you get into rhythm and the stuff that the the team did on kind of enhancing that and building their taking their strength which is music based rhythm games and kind of like experiences around that stuff like luminaires etc res etc etc and really amping that up so it feeds into that idea of being you know almost in a trance state has been really 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 impressive to see in this game once again um and like now i don't know if you could do this with the original version on playstation but like you can like zoom into the to the field and
0: What then? You're the cutest little what? thing I've ever seen. And then you look at your cat's face and you know I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> I opened my phone.
4: What the What fuck? just happened?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
4: <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs>
0: Sorry. So you said uh, did it it used to do this before with? um... I'm
4: not. Yeah, I'm not sure if it did this in the original, but like you can zoom in on the field and like move it around and stuff like that. And I know there's co-op and stuff, but like I've just been getting real close into the Tetris field and like just looking at it and
0: just zooming in on the Tetris field. Yeah,
4: and like as you guys all know, the last few days and weeks have been incredibly stressful and like really anxiety-inducing, and like I found myself at night really like unable to switch off like my heart rate has always been through the roof and my my mind is like wandering and like trying to grab thoughts and it's always focused on what needs to be done tomorrow and etc etc um so i found like jumping into tetris and just giving yourself like forced focus for like half an hour it's really helped me kind of like work my way through that and so I'm really, really just enjoying Tetris Effect again. But Tetris Effect Connected is like, you know, a, a new version of it with multiplayer uh, o- options as well that I haven't checked out. But I don't know, man. It's I, I feel like if you haven't played Tetris Effect yet and you've got an Xbox, make sure you get it because it's one of the best mm-hmm. games in quite some time. And I've really been loving jumping back into it. The music is so good. That first level, mm-hmm. like, oh, man, <sighs> when the vocals hit... Mm-hmm. oh geez it's yeah. so good like it gives me chills every single time um i love that game so much i know like chris Pereira, for example is an avid like fan of it but um I'm, i wish i hope that there's more people who play it on xbox series x and or uh, series s or any xbox console is that, is that, and that on, like, on
2: mm-hmm. can you use that with a uh, x cloud you think because it's on Game Pass. I do wonder. I'm not sure. Oh, if I can play I'm Tetris sure. in bed on my phone.
4: Ooh. Dude, Should I love playing it on a massive <laughs> screen. Like, it's so good on a huge screen. Because, like, I... If you... Because I've got my Hue lights, and I turn the lights off, and I put, like, a colored setting mm-hmm. on, and, you know... And, like... And it just kind of, like... The size of the screen really, like, immerses you in it. It absorbs you. And you just feel like properly in there and then the music kind of like wraps itself around you and it's like it is entrancing the entire thing and, and it's ultimately you're just playing Tetris and Tetris is a legit amazing game like one <laughs> still yeah. still bangs always
0: oh dude imagine if you got the hue sync box <gasps> oh I think I'd oh, uh, and then shit. like the lighting would be matching oh. what's on your TV yeah
4: and I'm playing it and like, oh, it's just so good I love it uh, I'm playing yeah. Yakuza as well but like every day I'm playing a bit of Tetris Effect mm-hmm. it's it's a it's wild to think that the best games for me right now on the xbox are yakuza and tetris <laughs>
1: yeah. wow like what the hell?
3: yeah I actually i've been watching one of my homies stream tetris connected he's been doing a lot of the multiplayer stuff and that 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 stuff looks like really cool i think there's like music specifically for the connected stuff um mm. but yeah that that looks like a lot of fun too so it's not just like repackaged tetris mm. effect, tetris effect at all mm. it's some legit like new stuff in there.
0: Well, I I've also been playing Yakuza, um, but um, I've been watching Ted Lasso on Apple TV, which is maybe the best thing I've seen. Definitely all year. It's one of the, it's an incredible TV show that confuses my British brain because we would say lasso, but you'll <laughs> yeah. pronounce it lasso. So it's um I just saw a bunch of buzz about it. People were tweeting about it. And basically, the premise is there is a football, um, there's a football team in England, AFC Richmond, and they hire a an American football coach who doesn't know the rules of British football and like isn't necessarily a very good coach. Uh, it's got Jason Sudeikis in it, and it's honestly like the most heartwarming show I think I've ever seen. It's by <laughs> Bill Lawrence. Um, The guy who made scrubs like he's one of the people who co-created it and like it's honestly this incredible mix of british meets american both of them trying to understand each other but i can't remember where i saw this tweet but like someone just said it's about everyone just trying to be a little bit better
1: Mm.
0: and that's what the whole show is it's just like ted is this person who is just full of positivity to the point where at the beginning he's very grating on the British because we are very we're so reserved we're not used to people being so optimistic and chirpy all the time it's very difficult for us um and you can just slowly see him win them all round and like help the team and it honestly like it's at the point now where it's sweet but not to the point of saccharin but I am still like crying because of how wholesome it is
3: this it's, sounds like yakuza like a dragon yeah pretty much, pretty like, much. This, this coach Simultized. sounds like ichiban <laughs> um
0: it's very very funny as well it has like some it's difficult to say what kind of humor it is because some of it is it it's scrubs-esque just, like, well some of it has scrubs-esque um uh, like Bizarre kind of humor sometimes, as in like just a funny side character will say like something random and then that'll stick with you for a while. And then the, there's this kid who keeps yelling "football is life" and like <laughs> just like this really random character. Um, but it's very very heartfelt. And honestly, like actually, if you think about some of the stuff that Scrubs actually tackled, like the stuff with Brian Fraser's character. Sorry, Fraser. I saw t- uh, a TikTok the other day of. Him saying that it's Brendan Fraser, not Brendan Fraser, and if you say Brendan Fraser, I'll come and find you. Oh man! Oh good, I want TikTok. him to. I want him to find me. And that's me. the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> the TikTok was a woman going Brendan Fraser, 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 trying to get him. But don't
3: don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, obviously, Scrubs and Bill Lawrence has that. Um, we know that he can do that and write that. Um, also randomly, Zach Braff directed an episode. I don't of course, know why. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's problematic
4: fave, Zach Braff. <sighs> oh, what?
0: Well, his, like because he's dating um, Florence Pugh, right? Everyone finds that. I don't know. Who I don't know. I don't She's know. She's the girl mean, but... from Midsummer. Like, I, uh, everyone's an adult I at least. Yeah, everyone's fine. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. <clears throat> um, but it's very good. It's on Apple TV, which wow, I, I this, think is the like, only the- this
4: is like this is like Half Life Alex all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like <laughs> I, I think that everyone says it's amazing but it's gated behind a thing that I'll never pay Wait, for
0: Honestly <laughs> i only I only have Apple TV because I have um, I bought a new phone the other day. I couldn't even tell you what else is on it, so I've opened it up. there is a save by the bell thing. there's a thing that Tom Hanks is in called Greyhound.
2: there is that a uh, that that like uh, game development show.
0: Oh, I can oh, finally um, watch was that. that. Apple TV as well? Mythic Quest. With, yes, Mythic Quest. Yeah,
3: Mythic Quest with what's his face? Uh, Rob McLean uh, uh, Yes. Rob yeah.
0: Um there is also Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also all the Charlie Brown stuff, so like a, a new Snoopy show. Oh, okay. That's pretty and good.
2: Charlie. Charlie. That's the kind of thing you Ouch. just you don't even need to watch it, just like put it on the background for vibe purposes. Yeah. You know? Exactly.
4: Vibing out to peanuts.
1: Um, also
0: this is weird it has a little thing where it says meet the stars of apple tv plus there's like werner herzog sofia coppola bill murray and then josh gad who's evans
4: i don't know what the apple plus uh who's that for like who's going in there going oh werner herzog yeah i'm into that (laughs) he's
3: do you think we can get on it yeah, like, we get, should put GameSpot programming on Apple yeah, TV. Yeah,
2: yeah.
4: I mean, like, I, I'm more inclined to be like, yeah, I want to I wanna hear what Snoopy's got to say about Apple TV instead of Werner Herzog <laughs> or Sofia Coppola. <laughs> get him out of there. Like, old fart. Like, get, go away.
0: Uh, anyway, so, Ted Lasso, fantastic show. Bake Off final. Shit.
4: Devastating. Not
0: shit, but, like, this whole season has been weird and some very questionable decisions have been made i'm not going to get into it because yeah, we've had I to re,
4: it. re-examine how we think about bake off because of it
0: it's just like wild. is it the lemon thing <sighs> no but that was the lemon
3: thing trotious. was just uh, awful it was like a that's a war crime man That's a whole ass hey, lemon in a cake hey you know you know what they say Wait, when life throws you lemons throw a lemon wh- party. what
4: happened someone put a <laughs> lemon <laughs> in a cake yeah they were like oh so, she was what was the cake called is it
0: Oh, I don't know. It was Prue's favorite pudding, and it was literally just a lemon. She was
4: like, she was like, I a want a whole lemon in? in there. And then we were like, okay, like, cool. They're going to squeeze a whole like lemon. rind and we everything? Were, like, we were like, no. we were like, we thought, we thought it was going to be like, oh, the whole lemon will be like squeezed lemon, or maybe some of the, you know, <laughs> flesh slices. of lemon. No, just the entire lemon just in the center. This put a whole the, lemon a whole in The whole lemon. The whole <laughs> lemon. But it was
0: like, it was surrounded by basically butter, and sugar. (laughs) And that was it. It was like so much butter and sugar. And she was mad when people didn't make it.
4: People made it not well and she was mad about it. I was like, it's a whole lemon. What are you doing? I mean, it's only a lemon, but
2: you can't be it. That's wild.
4: But like then they they voted off like there's one character, one lady who was a character. They're real people! (laughs) And like the hard thing talking about this is, as with everything, like she was consistently bad, but she Mm -hmm. just kept failing upwards. And and someone who was amazing got voted off the moment she slipped up once. Like one mistake Oof. and she was gone. And like mm. the annoying thing is like the internet did what the internet does and started flaming that lady. So you can't mm. have, you you can't criticize that anymore because you you yeah. like you're lumped in with the people who are like shitty to her. I don't think anyone should have been shitty to her at all. She doesn't deserve anything that she got. She shouldn't have been like sent hate messages or anything like that but in the context of the show she was bad like she at one point she was like her shit was like falling off the plate and like it was just a puddle and they'd be like this doesn't look anything like it and like they'd eat it, and they'd go "Uh, i guess the flavor's nice and she kept she (laughs) made it to the final with that bullshit whereas like the other lady Hermine, who was perfect the entire time she had one day where she was just like damn i'm off and they got rid of her straight away it's like yo what are you doing Mm. what are you doing
0: it was upsetting but you know we've got an old series of the um the bake-off holiday specials this week Mm. to enjoy so let's just put our energy into that all right let's do the topics All right, let's kick it off. Um Michael, I'm going to come to you cuz we, we were looking at topics and we were like it's been a pretty quiet week.
3: Yeah, we were just off you, Thanksgiving break so. Yeah.
0: But then you reminded us. He's his hands.
3: <laughs> if you can oh hear my this, God, this this He's doing the birdman. He's doing the birdman. Bird <laughs> Yo, probably my hands like birdman and shit. Um so Uh, Final Fantasy 14 there was a live letter from the producer over on Friday morning our time right after Thanksgiving and you know the vibes with me I stayed up uh, to watch that and I actually like did some coverage on it like nobody asked me to except me I saw that story
4: come and I was like why but and then I looked at the story
3: and then I was like oh I understand why (laughs) Yeah, so the like Square Enix, like the development team behind Final Fantasy 14 and Final Fantasy 16. They always do like leading up into new content drops, they do like 3-hour live streams where they break down all the new stuff coming to Final Fantasy 14. And they did that on a Friday morning um to talk to you about Final Fantasy 14 5.4. So we just got <laughs> off of 5.3, which concluded the story to Shadowbringers. Like that story is done, done. Uh, so this the reason why 5.4 is such a big deal is because this is the this is leading into the next expansion. So this the story that's that how they're going to continue the story in this new content drop is significant. And I imagine there's going to be a lot of like um, a lot of lore drops, a lot of characters like talking to each other about lore and history and stuff to kind of set you up for the next expansion Uh, so it's really exciting because also the every time they they do trailers for each patch update and it is fucking wild how much effort and how how uh illustrative those trailers are for free content updates you
4: know michael's passionate about something when he starts swearing he's avoided the f word up until this point maybe like five times and now he's talking yeah. about final fantasy he's just <laughs> dropping <them>. he's <laughs> dropping them. Hey, we,
3: we like we like 30 minutes into this shit like all bets are you made it this far you're an adult so uh but yeah they they did like a whole uh they do this all the time with like the new stuff but yeah there's gonna be a new raid series which um you know if, if you if p- folks play the game they know that the eden raid series is concluding uh it is also a final fantasy 8 uh light crossover a lot of, a lot of allusions Ooh. to final fantasy eight how explain um, how so um there is they pl- they play the final fantasy eight battle music okay in these boss fights and they uh, how else is Is the like, in there or not Is uh, no spoilers please not yet i just started eight not yet. No, okay. There's a there's a lot of like thematic stuff that's tied into the the raid series. Okay. Like, it plays like the area where you um, where all the story stuff happens plays blue fields, uh, incredible, um, like world theme. By the way, like probably one of the best mm-hmm. besides Terra's theme in Final Fantasy VI. But you know, so they're concluding the Eden Raid series. We're gonna see how this ties, uh, how it ties into Final Fantasy VIII. Maybe they bring out uh, Ultimicia. I don't know.
4: Maybe. Uh- a random question returning to Yakuza. Actually, yeah. this is probably a spoiler. Summons. I want summons. Summons? Guardian four mm. style summons in Yakuza. Imagine if you summoned, like, a giant Kiri or something. <laughs> that would be <laughs> <What> amazing. <the? gasps> you can, you've got the...
0: There are... There's a service. There are Yeah, there this. is. There's,
4: there's small things, but I'm talking, like, ridiculous-style
2: summons. By the way, that service is called Poundmates. Well, Shout yeah, out to the localization yeah. team for that one.
0: <laughs> that one was really good. <laughs> really enjoyed oh,
3: that one shit i forgot to ask i did an re- interview recently with uh, localization director damn i forgot to ask him about pound mates <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of puns around that too it was like okay y'all getting like wild like y'all getting nasty with it um uh, but anyway <laughs> uh but yeah so final fantasy 14 is gonna be wild dropping december 8th is uh free content it's gonna be yeah new raids new story uh new boss fight trial stuff if you're into like getting good and stuff That shit's really hard uh, there's a lot of like different things up uh, around there but they also announced the last thing I'll say about it is that they also announced that they are having a big huge super duper live stream on February 5th. Mm. They didn't mm. say specifically what it's about but anyone can tell that it's going to be the reveal of the next expansion for Final Fantasy 14. It's going to be it's it's part of like a 14 hour total thing but there's a specific section as I understand it, a specific section for this thing that's going to be live translated in English as well, mm. and it's also at 5:30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So they're doing it for North American audiences Dang. to be able to watch it. Like it's not like this three o'clock in the morning type thing that mm-hmm. only I stay up to watch. Michael Hines this is like, yeah.
4: Karen, no, Karen. I- I've got a challenge for you. Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: All right. So on February 5th, 5:30 p.m. PT, I need someone to hold me because I'll be there for you. Ooh we're gonna see we're gonna see some shit like yo final fantasy 14 trailers are like the best in the business Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i am going to be like losing my shit to see what this new new expansion is maybe i don't know maybe it'll disappoint me but you know what i just
2: i just need to see what
3: it is and that's happening
2: next year might be a pretty big final fantasy year then because supposedly we'll get 16 i don't know if i trust that actually Mm. they usually delay that. They,
3: yeah, but like they haven't really said anything so I can't really Still like, though. If once they say something then like okay, I can trust them because this this is like creative business unit 3 don't fuck around. <laughs> like if Yoshida says, like, shit's going to happen on this day, it's going to happen Damn. on that day.
4: Uh, I love that they've got the most lame name. <laughs> creative <It's> Business like, <laughs> Unit 3. The most fucking, I like, love that stuff. most
3: brolic-ass uh, <laughs> team at Square Enix. What do they call it? Uh, creative, creative Business, business unit, unit 3. three. I like three. to put, like, put them in,
4: like, Wu-Tang Clan uh, lyrics, like, Creative Business <laughs> Unit 3, ain't 9 fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't exactly roll up. No. The yeah, that's... Here's, uh, so here's, yeah. here's your challenge. Can you name Uh-oh. all of the Final Fantasy XIV expansions? Yeah. Come on.
3: Um, heaven's Word, Stormblood, Shadowbringers.
4: Now, can you predict the name of the next one?
3: <gasps> oh, oh. I've been thinking about this so much. I've been thinking about it so much.
2: Heaven's Word, Stormblood, it, you Ooh, um, If you can't predict
3: it, see if you can come up with a, a good one, a badass one. Damn, because then I have to think about how it's going to thematically fit into the story. I'm going to go with Final Fantasy XIV, Grave Phoenix. <sighs> okay, you like that. Um, that's,
4: not,
3: that's
0: not bad. I mean, I like I like the fact that you have got Phoenix in
3: there. Yeah. <sighs> Damn. Oh, mm, I'm. A, I'll, how about how about I, I come up with something by the end of the episode? Okay, okay. Jean Luc, you have <laughs> Jean Luc or Lucy. If you
4: have one, feel free to throw oh, it, it to out as about well. It. Okay. All right.
0: I'm trying to think of something around rebirth. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I've never played a minute of yeah, it. I was gonna so say I'm not that know. far enough where any, I, I, I can't really predict to do with where, the, the where the
2: narrative would go. Final Fantasy
3: 14, Catboys. <laughs> Catboys.
4: Final Fantasy 14, Moogles Unleashed.
2: Uh, Michael, my, my I have to send you <laughs> one word though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching one of those. Um, you've probably seen these on the internet. There's like that that trend where people take like SpongeBob clips and they just like use it to describe anything it's like this this dumb trend and uh there's one where like it was like final fantasy uh versus like wow and it's the um it's that old spongebob clip where he's fighting uh king neptune he's doing like the where they're making uh burgers Mm -hmm. and it's like king neptune's like blizzard and he's making like hundreds of thousands of burgers and like um spongebob is like yoshi p and he's just making like the one small little burger and uh there's a part where he's like is flipping the burger and it, and it says on the burger it says cat girls and then he flips it and it just switches to cat boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it made me laugh so much. Like the, the, the rest of the video <laughs> was okay, but saying. that one part just made me laugh so much. So are we oh, going shit, with with good. cat boys? Is that it? Our official that's prediction not, is Final fancy like cat
3: boys? Uh, I mean, I, I can get, but I would, I would, I would support that, but that's not what I'm going
4: with. Are the Viera? The Viera are in there, right?
3: Mm-hmm. They're the cat. Yeah, Viera are in. Okay. um Fourteen. Okay, so. cool, nice. A little, little. Tw- there's a little bit of every Final Fantasy in fourteen. Ooh, any, any Blitzball in there, pal? Who? They should add Blitzball to Final Fantasy fourteen. Yo, that would be yo, wild. I would not. Pff, give me, give me a jackshot, baby. Yeah, jack shots all around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Elsewhere in the news, it's been again. It's been a holiday last week, so it's it's quite quiet. Uh there's been a rumor that there's going to be battle royale in Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. and then. 343, three,
3: were like, nah. I it, feel like we, you yeah. know.
0: I feel like that comes around every, yeah, every now and, yeah. and
4: then. So. Yeah. It's, it's hardly a, hardly a surprise. There probably is, but they're probably just like, nah.
0: Well,
3: yeah. they'll have like, a, like a, a special spin on it that's not exactly like Battle Royale. Like, there's a game that recently that did something like it that wasn't exactly... Like
0: fl- a, a flip on a battle How royale? How would you make yeah. a,
3: a Halo battle royale I can't, I can't royale remember unique. these things, man. I, I've retired my title as Daddy Battle Royale. Or, yeah. Aww. Daddy Royale. Could you give it Daddy to? Daddy Royale. Daddy Royale. Too old, too old to keep up with the game, man. Well, the,
4: they, should the a, they should create a version where it's just loads of animals in a farm battling out and call it Cattle Royale. Oh
0: my God. That probably exists, you know. <laughs> that sounds like, Th- yeah, I like guarantee a, you that exists.
3: Like a goat simulator <laughs> spin-off or some shit.
1: Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't
3: know. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm giving out free ideas over here. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
0: <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Battle Royale, the final news story is that, so I didn't watch it, and I have no idea what it is, but Galactus was in Fortnite to close out the season.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was a pretty big deal. Like uh, th- The only reason this is kind of like worth highlighting is because Fortnite is still a threat, like Absolutely, Their, their, oh, yeah. their Absolutely. events are still, yeah. like, second to none. Like,
0: like, it broke Twitch.
4: Yeah, it broke Twitch. Like, highest... They had more players than ever.
0: That's ridiculous. So, <laughs> so the thing is, is that not only has Red Dead Online gone standalone this week, for, like, a fiver... Hmm.
1: Um,
0: a <laughs> fiver. A fiver. Uh, is that, like, Kratos is coming to... Um, Fortnite, mandalorians in Fortnite.
1: yeah what it's just i've downloaded shit
0: i have downloaded Fortnite. yeah i
4: downloaded it as well me who has covered who covered Fortnite for three years and played maybe three hours of it (laughs) less than less than three hours actually one hour a Uh, year finally finally sunk some time into it (laughs) it's gonna sink some time in it but like this game is just a receptacle for all all of other people's games isn't it it's like like, hey you you got a brand you got a brand hey hey,
3: come here come here come here come here here. i got you
0: do you think it's too late for me to get the John Wick skin? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: Way, yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, It'll, no, it'll pop up again, too.
1: Okay. That's the one
4: I want. The, the wild thing is like, this game was a failure. Do you remember when they announced it and everyone Dude, was like, what? I, oh, I interviewed tricky. them on
0: stage at E3 when they were still the PVE like oh, builder. Yeah. Does, thing?
4: Does, does Cliffy get residuals off fortnite battle royale <laughs> or is it just the the save the save the world part of it where he's like yeah
0: I no i think it, he i mean he must get residuals from epic Yeah, in general, i mean right? i mean like
4: I w- would it, if i was cliffy i'd be like yeah i made fortnite that's that's part of mine that's mine yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, the I would put fortnite on my cv like 36 point font like at
0: the if we can't put like Stephen Colbert on our yeah. CVs
4: mm. that's as a reference. Maybe, that's the equivalent, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Whenever, whenever a job interview asks me for a reference, uh, I always put down LL Cool J. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's part of the. He was part of the CBS brand. So
0: J- uh, James Corden, James Corden, Big know. Bang Theory, uh, Chuck, well, no. Chuck Laurie,
3: no, I, I put, I put. Uh, Sheldon, Jesus, yeah. Jesus and Mero.
1: The, De- De- hey.
0: hey, we can have Yo, Jesus and Mero.
3: I remember. I'm gonna miss that one time when we got an email from CBS Corporate that was like celebrating like CBS brands as a whole, and they highlighted Showtime, and there was a picture of David Nevins with Jesus Mero at a company party. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe I'm getting this through my work email. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I got a picture of Jesus Mero in my work email. They talk magic about uh, David Nevins on their shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, time for listener questions.
4: Hi, have you uh, found the Demon Souls character Yurt, the High Silent Chief
3: yet? Oh, I did. I found him on um. Wait, Yurt? Yurt. Whenever <laughs> yurt. I see him, on Yurt. <laughs> yurt. And it's then like I guy, st- stab him in the ass because he, he's he's a he's the type of dude to probably like look at you and, like shut your ass up. Like I'm not uh, saying anything about Yurt, but you want to be
4: careful of Yurt. <laughs>
3: Oh, people told me. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I freed yurt during. No, uh, you absolutely R- do not want to do that. <laughs> oh, so like, because I was, I did it for extra life. Because mm. uh, I, I ran about like three hours of Demon Souls on my extra mm. life segment, and I did um, basically almost all of. What the fucking... What's the place? Uh, Latria. Tower of Latria. Mm. Yeah, Latria. And then... So then, like, Yurt came along. I'm like, oh, shit, Yurt. it's Yur. That's my guy. That's my guy. F- free Yurt. Free Yurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, and folks were like, hmm, 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 hmm. Your freedom, hmm, hmm. I'm yeah. like, man, he ain't do nothing to me. <laughs> he just walked away. And so...
4: Uh, pro tip, if you're free Yurt, uh, kill him. Do
3: not let him go. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm over level. I could beat his ass straight up. No, like, because...
4: <laughs> i don't want okay ain't got shit to do with you <laughs> it's your homies you want to worry about
1: oh yeah you should go check all back right. in on the nexus <laughs> yeah
3: my man is spoilers he's oh, gonna murder all your friends shit. um so i already lost to uh we'll, we'll talk well let's talk about this offline <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some deep demon soul shit uh yeah
0: All right, as usual, if you have questions, feel free to email them to afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com or DM us and join our Discord. It's a very nice, wholesome place. Mm -hmm. um, What are you laughing at?
4: Just the name of the first person who sent that question. That's
0: That's a fantastic day. I love it. The the Discord is a very wholesome place. Um, We have, like conversations going about all sorts of things, not just gaming, but uh, guaranteed we'll have something in there that you will like. So DM us on twitter.com or email uh, and ask for an invite. And be aware that those invites expire after like 24 hours because mm. damn, we're exclusive, baby. <laughs> all right, Tam, I'm gonna come to you first.
4: The first question comes from Jeremy Biff. <laughs> Jeremy Biff. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, with re-releases and digital storefronts, and this being the end of the generations, what is your favorite game that didn't come out 2020 or get any ongoing support? This question mark, what is going on here? I like when older games hold up and meet the hype.
1: What? So what's your favorite I,
0: game that didn't come out this year and okay. is not an ongoing game?
4: Okay. <clears throat> Uh, it's a good question, actually. What is my favorite game that didn't come out here and is not an ongoing game?
0: But I think. Bloodborne. Blood <laughs> I was going to say, what are you want about? You know what the answer is. It's Bloodborne. <laughs> um,
3: that didn't come out in 2020 or get ongoing support.
2: Uh, I feel like this would be a good one for you, Persona, Michael. Man. You're always playing Persona. like.
3: We got it. We got, hey, P- P5R came out. Dude, okay, two Persona <laughs> games came out this year <laughs> P4G on the PC and P5R. Oh, right. That did right. come out on And Scramble.
1: Yeah. Was it this year? Yeah. In, In Japan.
3: J- we got the demo yeah. this year.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. <sighs> Damn hey, we was eating hey, we was eating this year, you know what I'm mm. saying?
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: And now it's a hibernate for the next 4 years. Oh shit. I'm sorry. what's the that me-
4: game that they... Persona team was making on the side the fantasy one. Oh, project, the one. project Yeah, yeah. That, that's well, not yeah. the Persona that team. Like
2: that's a, a that's a, the uh, it's a new team. But they they did the uh, it's Zero. got isn't Hashino involved or something. It's like it's Hashino. Yeah, Ste- it's yeah, a couple yeah. of them involved. But they their first project was they did the um full body, full body for Catherine yeah. Catherine. Oh shit!
3: I don't know. I got I got to sit on this one for a second. Let me pull up my list of favorite games of all time.
2: Uh, I mean, I I. Uh, played the original final fantasy 7 this year oh after i played it uh the remake that's a pretty good game uh a
4: lot of chunky boys in that game
2: a chunky boys uh yeah yeah that was kind of a weird one like i I, I, i'm in like this weird spot where i'm like a lot of it was me being like yeah i get why people love this back then and there's like some things about it that i'm like nah, this this doesn't hold up i also played like the original ps1 version so i didn't even have like the the nice enhancements Mm. that like the the remakes do where they um they let you like you know grind faster stuff like that uh but that game that game still that game still whips in a lot of ways it's got some good shit in it um
3: i i I think i get this question now Mm -hmm. like when when jeremy says jeremy biff says i like when older games hold up and meet the hype still like Mm.
0: shit What's, oh, a, what's, but a,
3: still, what's a game that you could recommend now as
4: your favorite, and if if someone else played it, they'd be like, "Yeah, I get it."
0: Does it have to be from this generation?
2: Maybe any generation. I can't already said it. Persona Four Golden.
3: But it did get a re-release this mm. year, so it did get ah, ongoing support. Mm. Like, and it did come out in twenty twenty, so that that's out of yeah. Jeremy Biff's purview. Yeah, I feel
4: um, like if you played Bloodborne today, you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, oh yeah Bloodborne."
0: Yeah. Um. God of War. 2018.
4: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Su- I'm surprised you didn't
3: go with Dishonored. Dish, Shit. dish, dishonored
0: Because in my in my head, it's I've got it as like, obviously Dishonored was like last gen. Mm. Dishonored two is forever. So I would say <laughs> I would, yeah, dishonored,
4: dishonored two is a it's like a, a mindset and a way of life yeah, it's, more a, than it's a place. Yeah, mm.
3: I, I mean, I, th- I think my answer is, is quite predictable if you know me, but uh, I I would say Trails of Cold Steel.
4: Not not Day Deus, Deus Ex. I thought you would have gone with Deus Ex.
3: So I did play. I did play a lot of Deus Ex this year. Um, the thing about it holding up is, I, I do think it holds up in a lot of narrative senses and a lot of like what it does with its gameplay. Even though some of its gameplay systems are pretty like out of date. Of course, it came out in year two thousand. Um, but I, I would I would still recommend it. But uh, like as someone if I were to like, say if someone like I talked to Tom Marks recently and then he was like, yo, I just like, I want some more like persona, like shit. Like, what do you recommend? I'm like, bro, trails of cold steel, trails of cold steel. You're going to play that shit. And I 99% guarantee you're going to like that. And it turns out that he did. Uh, so like that, that's an easy recommendation for me because I feel like a good JRPG stands the test of time Mm -hmm. because like if a a, a really good turn-based battle system is forever. Um, some some systems just don't hold up over time. Like you go back and play an FPS that like pre-Halo FPS, it's pretty hard to recommend that. Uh, but like something about like you know a, a, a JRPG like or a RPG's writing, if it was it it's likely that it's going to be like good if it can stand the test of time and same thing with the turn-based battles so if those two things are on lock like i could recommend final fantasy 6 i can recommend chrono trigger i can still recommend the og final fantasy 8 like the remaster if you want to play that one or seven uh so physical right, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying
4: chrono trigger rules yeah. who i said chrono trigger rolls hey, tr-
3: that is big facts how y'all feel about chrono
4: cross uh, it. It's it doesn't have a stronger cost, but it's fine. I heard it's game. a ten
2: out of ten from Gamespot. I don't know how who wrote that review. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna call them out <laughs> it's right it's now. A, it was a Chronos freelancer. I think yeah. Jeff, Jeff Kirstman told It's
4: not
3: is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did, he didn't review it. No. But he, was, he told the story about how how that happened. Grow up, It's a funny
2: story. <laughs> grow up,
0: Andrew Vessel. Don't know where you are, but grow up. All right, John Luke, you want to take this next one?
2: Sure. Uh this is from uh Trilins, I think it's how you say that mm-hmm. on Discord. Uh what are your favorite Christmas themed games or games <laughs> containing Christmas? I thought about you, Michael. You you made that tweet that like spoke to me where you were talking about mm-hmm. like games that just give you that like the winter vibes. Mm-hmm. And I like Cozy. Oh, mm-hmm. I feel that, especially like I don't get to go home for Christmas this year. I don't get to experience that, that Vermont weather, the snow. Oh. So I've been like itching for for Christmas vibes. I've been like we've been decking our house out in Christmas stuff. Oh. Uh I also love a good holiday themed game or like expansion, like a DLC thing. Um Ah, uh, I don't know, Christmas is kind of tough though. Christmas is a, it, it's a tougher one with games. I can um, only think of
0: one that's like explicitly themed around Christmas.
2: Uh, you're talking about the Grinch for the PlayStation 1? Cost-
0: no. I, <laughs> I was going to say Batman Arkham Origins.
2: Costume Quest? Oh, oh, you know what? No, never mind. I got it. Yakuza. They always <laughs> take place during Christmas. I was going to say... Like, legi- no, like legitimately, yeah. they always <laughs> take place on Christmas. There's, a, there's, yeah. a,
4: Yakuza. there's that one Costume Quest as well that's got a like, a Christmas spinoff. It's uh, Christmas y- DLC, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: what about in terms of... What, what what are your Christmas games traditionally? What do you normally play around Christmas?
4: It's for me, it's the Batman games. Like last Christmas, it was Arkham Origins. I'll probably end up doing Arkham Origins again this year just because I like it. Oh. Um, but I like the Batman games. Um, otherwise, yeah. Um, they
0: usually like Assassins around Christmas. Hm. Yeah. Because they're they always traditionally like a November release, aren't Yeah. Oh,
4: I usually do Metal Gear as well, just because all the snowy stuff.
3: Yeah. Metal yeah. Gear's a good one. Hey, Shadow Moses Island. It's yeah. always snowing out there, man. Um,. So, so Jean Luc mentioned Yakuza, but one in, one in particular is Yakuza Five. Yakuza Five, 5 has five, yes, the best like
2: Sajima's storyline. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, Sa- <laughs> storyline in Yakuza Five. He there is a sub story where, or I think it's in, the, it might be in the main story where he literally has to dress up as Santa, and there's a chase sequence where motherfuckers is chasing you, or you or you, I think you're trying to get away from them. Mm. While you're in a Santa suit. Because you're trying to like lay low in that part of the story. Saijum is trying to lay low. So he dresses up as Santa. Uh, and then they end up catching him. He has to run away. And then you end up beating motherfuckers ass in a San- while you're wearing a Santa costume. And one of his heat moves is to roll them up into a big ass snowball. And then <laughs> turn them into a snowman. And they just get disappeared. You don't see that enemy anymore. He just rolls up to- into a snowman. And he's gone. Like, yo, did Sajima just like kill that fool by like turning him into a snowman? That's just wild. So, uh, the the part in Hokkaido specifically is great in Yakuza Five. Uh, but overall, that game just has like a very uh, like even in Kiryu's section in uh, Fukuoka it was just like it, it's it just has like this very cool like it's it feels cold outside uh, mm-hmm. when you play that game. And I think that mm. that's such a it's such a hard thing for games to capture, but yago's the five does it extremely yeah yeah i have have a
2: photo on my uh my like camera roll that i took it's just a screenshot like i think it's like Sajima in the outfit and there's just like a (laughs) bunch of dudes like knocked out behind him and he's like (laughs) smoking a cigarette or something like that wait oh my god isn't dead rising one of the dead risings during christmas yeah Mm -hmm. four but that's that one's not that good Mm. unfortunately Mm -hmm. Um, uh, at least also, I, didn't, I didn't care. You for could it. you could play um, this.
4: You could play the Snowy Kingdom in, um, uh, Mario Odyssey. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. Any any like live service game is really good too. That does like yeah. Overwatch. Winter holiday. Yeah. Overwatch. Yeah. Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Overwatch's events are really good for that. Mm-hmm. Um Final Fantasy XIV always has um, Christmas themed stuff. The they did like the um, last year. I think they do this pretty much every year. Is, like they have a quest line specifically themed around the holidays, and then. You you're a conductor for a Christmas concert in that side quest, and there's like chocobos decked out in like holiday decorations, and people are dressed up, and there's like wintry music that plays in certain sections. So they do they, a lot of games do um, the theming around their the life services. Here's what you do. Here's
4: what you do. You get Donkey Kong Country Three, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble, and then in the code select, you enter the code Merry. And it transforms the game into a Christmas version of the game. Mm. Add that. Mm. Just do that.
0: Damn. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Christmas Town, which is technically in um, the Halloween mm. Town level of Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts and oh, hey. Ringo. go. Hey. Um, Slight tangent, but I've been thinking about this for like two weeks. There was an incredible Twitter thread of what's a Kingdom Hearts moment that's real but doesn't feel real? <laughs> Go and look at that tweet and oh, look yeah. at the quote responses because the, the one that I always forget about is Woody telling yep. a member of Organization yeah! 13 that he's never been loved.
4: <laughs> <laughs> My one is always Woody like who put telling, who is it like this next to him and he's like, oh, stay back. Yeah, stay, stay back, stay back, Sora. Yeah, like, it, he's like, yeah. like
2: about to. Oh, that's like full meme God. status, so fucking, fucking,
0: fucking and when Goofy dies in Kingdom Hearts two, and the way that Mickey like Mickey's like <laughs> aven- going to
2: avenge face. him. God,
3: Kingdom Hearts is so. It's so good.
0: It's so good. We don't deserve it. It's
3: so good. It's like if, if Tumblr made a video game.
0: <gasps> that's perfect. Th-
3: but it, but it wasn't like sucio or nasty.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. God. I, I was about to say what well, if I just replayed Kingdom Hearts and I was like no I've got I've got mm, stuff die. going on.
3: I downloaded um 1.5, 2.5 and 2.8 and 3 on my Xbox Series X. I don't know why. I just <laughs> did it and I looked at it and I was like damn. That should look real nice.
0: Well, I was going <laughs> to say I bet 3 looks real good. Michael, you want to take this next question?
3: Uh was it Ryan Cooper? Yeah. Hey, hey, shout out to Ryan Cooper. Um I uh, hope you're doing well, man. So, what are some lesser-known game writers or publications that you would like to shout out or wish more people knew about? I got, I got a lot of homies. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so publications? Are we talking about like people who cover games or like narrative designers? I think this just goes for,
0: I think this goes for people who cover games. Okay, yeah, that's so like, what it seems like. Because yeah. like
3: when you say uh, when Ryan says publications, that's mm-hmm. what I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about. Uh, I have, a, I have a lot of. There's a lot of great folks that I follow that I'm friends with now. Uh I wanna shout out uh Natalie Flores over at FanByte. That's my homegirl. Yeah, she's good. Uh, definitely like mm-hmm. Peeper stuff uh on FanBite. And like she used to write for paste as well. Mm-hmm. She covers Final Fantasy fourteen a lot. And honestly, like when fourteen Final Fantasy Fourteen content drops, between her and I we're like DMing each other, like, yo 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 yo, yeah, you got, you, did you see this shit and I'm like, Yo yo, did you see this? And then we, we just like go at it and like when our stuff gets published we just kinda like chop it up and be like, damn. this this is dope but she covers like a whole bunch of other things too uh she's a big uh life is strange fan as well uh she's covered uh that series uh quite in depth and many other things as well um damn there's there's a lot a lot of a lot of people but uh yeah she's dope and um maybe we'll go around because i have there's a lot of other folks i want to shout out to hmm yeah i was trying to think of who who like i love the
4: spawn on me stuff and mm-hmm. there's a bunch yeah. of other places that i do real good like one of my favorite podcasts that i've shouted out before i want to shout out again is um into the aether which i love like brendan <coughs> and um, steven over there they cover games in that at their own pace and they chill about they chill about it um so yeah it's just a nice wholesome podcast that um that i, I highly recommend
0: Don't be coming up
2: Oh, sure, yeah. Um, I'm primarily, like, uh, watch a lot of, like, YouTubers and stuff. So, for me, um, a, couple of, a couple of good YouTubers. One would be uh, Corey Gaming, who who does a, a bunch of great videos on, like, fighting games. Um, like, both on, like, mechanically, but also about, like, the community. And, and um, just does, like, a really good job, like, explaining, like, certain, uh, like, mechanics or mindsets. Uh, they'll do, like... Uh, stuff where they'll like talk to um uh they'll like interview uh certain members of of different games like um and and kind of like get there like like he has a video where like infiltration like talks about like how to use training mode in street fighter uh Mm. as like practice and and he'll like do videos explaining like the uh like like he has a really good one called "The Effects of Salt" that I think like blew up. That kind of like just talks about like how how salt can affect your playing and how you can use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I think if you're like definitely interested in fighting games, uh, I highly recommend uh, checking their workout.
3: Yeah, um, uh, I I got a couple more folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ash Parrish over at Kotaku she's dope <gasps> uh, she did a lot stuff. of great Hades mm-hmm. coverage too did uh, y'all, y'all may may have seen that mm. make, make some rounds but Ash is consistently on point uh, she's dope
0: also um, her Twitter presence is hilarious she's very yes. good on Twitter
3: yes she's got a very good Twitter energy uh, and um, damn there's someone else oh uh, from the thegamer.com uh, Bella Blondeau I just uh, recently came across her stuff and uh, I came across her because of her Yakuza review and it was very very good and then kind of went back like she also covered call of duty cold war in a very uh, thoughtful way too um there's a lot of good writers at the gamer like they just picked up kian, kian oh, I, was, I was gonna, kian, that kian is gonna be
0: mine oh, dude when, <laughs> yeah. whenever the gamer tweets anything or like there's an article going around that's like slightly just it's something that no you know who's thought of it yeah, because like <laughs> he comes at games in such an unconventional way. Really? Like, yeah. And I think he's fantastic, and he's yeah. freelanced for us a bunch of times too. Yeah, I've uh, I've
4: worked so closely with him, and he's like one of the most enjoyable freelancers to work with, just because he's super keen, always thinking outside wow. of the box. That's a pun on his name. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and he, always thinking outside of the box. Really good with feedback and figuring out. Always going above and beyond. Um, yeah, he's one. He's an excellent writer. Yeah,
3: um, yeah. That that's that's my guy. He's he's a hell of a hell of a person to yeah, chill with, he's too. A good lad. I, I kicked it with him. Yeah, I kicked it with him at uh, Pax West last year. Uh, uh also yeah.
4: Cam uh, Hawkins. Uh yeah. Um, oh, yeah,
3: Shockers. Good lad. Um enjoy his work. Cam, Cam's got them hot takes though. That fool be rolling out yeah, the hot yeah, takes. So if y'all time. like hot takes, <laughs> you could just follow Cam Hawkins. Uh
0: uh yeah. To on on the YouTube side, uh Jacob Geller, I love his <laughs> um video essays he did a fantastic one about how sound and music in horror games is like really really beautiful I remember talking about that one ages ago but he kind of has like that nerd writer vibe where it's not just pulling from games but it's pulling from art and art history and like giving a wider context on why something is interesting and why it works within the medium of video games so he's like I just went in to check and like his subs seem to have blown up recently so his
2: stuff is so good mm-hmm. it's
0: not as lesser known it's like a mm-hmm. hidden like a hidden secret yeah. but I think I think his stuff is fantastic
2: yeah yeah his his one about uh like breaking down the um Shadow of the Colossus like yeah. the search for like the last secret I think that was one of his that like really blew up uh
0: I love that I like cause I'm Pop Fiction did an amazing episode about that one too I love that mystery that's one of my favorite gaming mysteries yeah the final also
3: process. Friend of the show, Funky Joseph. Yeah, Funky. Uh, anytime Funky has a feature going up, they kill it, man. Like uh, one of the funniest people too. Like genuinely funny. Also, shouts out to Cat Dog, mm. this is their music duo that I also shout out before too, because their tracks are fire. Um, but yeah, Funky is always. I'm always excited when they yeah. uh, publish something because yeah. it's usually a, like a ton of fun. Yeah. Um. So. There's a, there's a lot of like Kenneth Shepard also, uh, also on Fanbyte, uh, um, who covers a lot. He covers a lot of games from a uh, queer perspective, and mm-hmm. like you don't get, you could hardly get like type, his type of perspective elsewhere. So I really like what Kenneth brings to the table. So a lot of, a lot of folks from U.S. gamer who are going to be you know looking for yeah. looking for opportunities soon. That they're they're great. Uh, I really like what Fanboy is putting out. Uh, also, the Uppercut. Shout out to Uppercut because we also have Ty as uh, is, is one mm-hmm. of our news writer, and mm-hmm. they're, they they run Uppercut. And there's a lot of folks who write for Uppercut, such as Monty Bellis and uh, Jess Howard. So, mm-hmm. a lot. Just like you know, so there's there's so many good writers out there uh, covering games in unconventional ways too. So, peep it.
0: All right, that just about, unless you want to do this, let's do this last question, because it feels like a quick one. Um, from Maria on our Discord, who's on Santa's naughty or nice list this year?
3: Talking about video game characters or let's say, let's us? Let's say video
0: game characters, devs, companies. Oh, damn. Who's on the naughty list? Oh. Who's on okay. the nice list? Naughty,
3: naughty list. There's so a lot of so people Kasuga, Kasuga Ichiban is definitely on the nice yeah. list. He is. Yeah, they're, they're. 1,000% on the nice list.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um. Uh, you're the Silent Chief, definitely on the naughty list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Patches. Yeah,
3: Patches on the, the naughty list. Um. Pa- I, I just straight up kill Patches. I don't. He's on nobody's list because wow, he, he don't exist him. no more. No, no you know who's yeah, on yeah. the
0: naughty list? jake decker for changing all of his avatars oh. across every social media <laughs> and workplace um to that hideous picture of patches smiling he even changed his asana <sighs> by the way God.
3: <laughs> i hate that so much i hate
0: patches so much um
3: matt patches <laughs> matt Patches matt can go on the naughty list Oh, he, he would he would love that. Yeah, too. he
4: loves Ken. it. But Cooper, no, Cooper's on the nice list. Yeah, Cooper's, Cooper, his dog. dog.
3: Cooper the, Cooper the <gasps> Pooper is on the good, <laughs> no, nice <laughs> list. <gasps> um, 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 Chris Pereira's cat is on the nice list. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: We had a big meeting today, and she was just like in on the meeting. Just muscling just in, like just looking looms. at the camera.
3: Hi, everyone.
4: She is, she what are you guys talking about? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is on the naughty list. Well, for oh, yeah. getting delayed. <laughs> for, yeah, for for getting
3: delayed too many times. <laughs> and pushing it into the into December yeah. for
0: us. To Damn. be on this wait, Jeff Keely's on the naughty list for putting the Game Awards on the same day as Cyberpunk.
4: Yeah, but Wait for <laughs> real? oh, really <laughs> wow. Pax yeah, is PAX, wow. PAX is on the naughty list for trying to stealth having an event like at the end oh. of December. Like
2: what are you doing? <laughs> is that what I'm
0: getting emails about yeah. Pax?
2: Oh my god.
0: Although Ge- Jeff Keely's also on the nice, nice list, list, yeah. Because he does he doesn't compete for managers. I'm very excited. I like I joke, but I am legit very excited for the game awards. Mm. Um, yeah, damn. Oh, naughty list, like I said, Symmetra.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Naughty. Or at least everyone who plays Symmetra in Overwatch, <laughs> because <laughs> she's a little too powerful right now and she has been in every game we have played for like the last two weeks. hmm and she's an annoying character. I love Symmetra. I love playing as Symmetra because you can really be a dick on your Symmetra. But her turrets are bad.
4: You know who else goes on the naughty list from Overwatch? Reinhardt in his Christmas costume. Whenever he says, "You're on my naughty list," <laughs> whoa, he can go on the naughty <laughs> list for saying that. That's that's nasty. I So-so-boiled think, the, I think the
2: gamers, the hashtag gamers, this year naughty list Mm -hmm. all All gamers gamers? are always all the gamers
3: on naughty list (laughs) every single gamer you on the naughty list (laughs) and they probably don't give a fuck uh
4: i mean uh bots (laughs) buying consoles and hardware all on the naughty list big
3: naughty list scalpers
2: on the naughty list yeah yeah shit what about everyone in the oh sorry you go first
3: i'll say uh what about rude and reno because i've been bouncing between them they're, they're, they're technically naughty but they're also nice I need I need to know where where uh, Tam stands on Mm. also Rude is like wild Yusef energy. Yeah, every time I look at Rude, I'm like, that's just like a a face scan of Yusef from Ubisoft, our friend from Ubisoft. I
2: I think. (laughs) Oh shit! Yeah. I think (laughs) I think think
4: Rude goes on the goes on the nice list and Reno goes on the naughty list. I can get behind that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, isn't isn't that wild? The the rude boy. Yeah, rude boy, rude boy, is, boy, boy is, goes
4: yeah. uh, is nice. Yusuf also looks like Babish from Beijing with Babish. So, oh, I that
2: yeah. Oh, it's a
0: fantastic yeah. cooking channel on YouTube. Oh.
2: Okay. He, uh, yeah, he's got Sola on there. Yeah, now.
0: Sola's on there now. Sola oh, goes on the nice list. Sola goes on a nice list. No, Sola goes no on the
2: nice list. all on All Bon Appetit. is Hell on the naughty list. <laughs> oh,
3: big facts. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. What about GameSpot? Where does GameSpot go? GameSpot goes on the naughty list. Absolutely. I mean, We uh, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> <laughs> did play
0: for no, all. That puts on, us on the nice list.
2: We're going the nice list. I was going to say, everyone in the GameSpot Discord goes on the nice on the nice
0: list. Yep,
3: they go on the nice list. <laughs> uh, Big time.
0: The Nice List is an exclusive club. Let's let's Mm -hmm. be frank. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 70 of GameSpot After Dark. Uh, Remember to email your questions to afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com. DM us, email for access to the Discord. Tam, where can people find you? What are you up to?
4: You can find me and all my bullshit on Twitter. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, 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 hey. swagger
4: jacking <laughs> over here. Wow, wow, wow. I hate to you see You can it. find me on Twitter uh, at <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Just, just hanging out on Twitter and playing, it's playing viby. up nonsense as much. <laughs> I that say,
0: so the way I just said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> is like, doing that was that's how my mum speaks. Yes. What are you doing?
4: So when your mom's like, kick the door in to see what you're doing, and you're like, looking at nudie magazines. What are you doing? You you're winning?
2: You winning, what? winning what? yet? In it? Are <laughs> you
0: winning yet? Uh, John, what about you?
2: I uh, can find me at John Lech if you want. I don't know
0: if you want <laughs> if what are you want. up to this week
2: oh i don't know uh <laughs> games yeah, and shit games and shit yeah whatever whatever you throw at me uh a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff happening <laughs>
0: stuff going right on right now
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. michael what about you
3: man i'm so rustled i'm not <laughs> even i'm not even gonna do fuck it i'm gonna do it because it's my shit you can find me and all of my bullshit <laughs> at michael p heim on twitter so on Twitter, you can find me like crying about video games, uh, drunken rants about Persona at 2
1: a.m. Listen mm-hmm. to Juvenile.
3: I, li- listening to Juvenile on, on Thanksgiving evening, like yo, if you want yo yo yo, if you want to follow someone who's too old to be quoting Drake lyrics, but does it anyway <laughs> while under the influence, in, in, in safely in his own home, mm. while his mm-hmm. roommate is probably doing the same thing. Um, you know, follow me. Follow me and Junior <laughs> at, uh, at Twitter and then try and line up the timelines and then uh, try and figure out what's going on in this godforsaken yeah. apartment. You
4: can really feel the household vibes based on two Twitter accounts.
1: Yeah, you, you can really
3: figure can. it out. <laughs> uh, that's, all, that's all you need on your timeline. But yeah, I got, I got, I got some things going on at GameSpot. A lot smaller. Th- some smaller things, some bigger things. Uh, but yeah, a lot some happening, things. even though it's December
0: hell yeah and i'm on twitter at lucy james games uh this week on gen next we're talking about scalpers and people who have managed to buy uploads of ps5 and series x stock uh and on top of that just bad tweets isn't it
4: oh bad tweets inc (laughs) (laughs) all right
0: thanks everyone we'll see you next week
3: peace